The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for all of your enormous uh, blessings that you have poured out on us in so many different ways, in some ways uh, corporate, in some ways uh, very individual and personal. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of friendship and partnership and companionship. We ask, God, that you would uh, now teach us, teach our congregation, uh, what, what can we learn uh, from these uh, wonderful friends uh, from Interlochen. We pray that you would be with us now and uh, that you would uh, pour out your spirit uh, upon us that we might have eyes for you. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so I'm going to ask uh, Mother Diane to come up here. I'm stepping over backpacks that are full of stuff for you, uh, from you, uh, many of you who have given uh, generously to the children of Interlochen, particularly. Are all St. Andrews, is it all St. Andrews children that will get these or yes. the other? No, okay. St. Andrews. All St. Andrews kids. Why don't you come up here? We've got one mic, so you and I will, will share it back and forth. I know you're shy and you have a hard time speaking uh, in front of groups. But, um, That's true. <laughs> she keeps saying. Uh, she can preach. Well, why don't you preach? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, have a seat. Have a seat. Great. Uh, so we've got Diane, and we also have uh, Joey and Mindy, right? Mindy Donnelly and their children, Mackenzie and Joey. And uh, Mackenzie joined us for Created for a Purpose, and she's going to actually come up and tell us about her experience with Created for a Purpose. So we're, we're really excited to have you. We'll call you up in just a few minutes. And we also have Diane's uh, granddaughter, Hannah. So glad to have you with us this morning. Um, and I hope that you got some of that gravy because, wow. Um, all right. So, Diane, why don't you just kind of tell us, you've been here before, uh, many of us uh, know you, uh, and all of us love you, and, and we pray uh, for you, but tell us, and you're going to have to, this, this sometimes, you have to kind of hold it right at the scene there, um, tell us sort of what's going, just give us the update on St. Andrews and, and the ministry there, and what we'll get into in a few minutes is we want to hear about sort of the... Um, Lay ministry uh, sort of succession plan that we're that we've been working on the diocese and things like that. But tell us what, just what's happening with the ministry of St. Andrews right now. Okay, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's wonderful to be up here with you again, and um, I can't thank you, begin to thank you for all that you do for us in West Putnam County. And as you know, Putnam County works really hard to be the 67th county in the state in poverty. Sometimes we move up to 66. And how many how many counties are there in, in 67? 67. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And West Putnam County is truly one of the poorest parts of Putnam County. Uh, there, there's no industry. There's there's nothing out there. And uh, so several years ago, you know, we uh, we had a vision, and uh, it's grown into what's known as the Fourth Friday for Life. And uh, we have a health van, and we have about 20 social services working with us. And what's marvelous about this is it's just not on the fourth Friday. For, for instance, uh, the other day, I had a lady come in who, uh, who needed a lawyer, and her partner had cancer, and they had no money. So I called the lawyer who works with us, and he said, I'm on my lunch break center right over. And I called the cancer doctor, Dr. Coravilla, and he said, bring them in, right in, bring them right in, and we'll get it started. So 
we just have these wonderful people who are, are working with us all the time with our people in poverty. And, and just the other day, a lady from my church, I, I said uh, she needed help. And I said, uh, we'll go see, you know, Tim Kaiser, who's our lawyer. And she got over there and uh, said, you know, Mother Diane said, you know, for me to come see you. And as she got ready to leave, she got ready to pay him. And he said, you don't owe me anything. You know, mm -hmm. Mother Diane sent you. You're okay. So we've been truly, truly blessed. And this year we've got a plethora of grants because we're a mission church. We have no money of our own. But um, we come under the umbrella of the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund. And uh, they have been funding us for about 11 years now. And uh, this year we asked for $58,000 and they gave it to us without blinking their eyes. So we'll use that money to... Uh, Should have asked for more. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They, uh, we, we buy food with it, they pay half of our um, uh, bills, and uh, we get a dental grant in that, we, and, and money to pay people's light bills. And, and the only thing we couldn't cover was dental. And uh, if you were, should see that line of people who come on Fourth Friday, ask them to smile, and you know that we need dental help down there. Mm. As you know, if people have dental problems, sometimes, you know, as I understand, affects the rest of the body sometimes. So we were very fortunate this year, um, the Frank Oliver Fund gave us $7,500. And then um, a man, a, a therapist who worked with us every Friday passed away and his memorial, we got $6,000 from him. And then the Jesse Ball DuPont grant gave us $5,000. So we, uh, just before last fourth Friday, we had 42 people sign up for dental care. And, and uh, it looks like we're gonna be able to take care of them. So. We've just been richly blessed with people who help us so, so we can help other people. And, uh, our, favorite, uh, our favorite verse you know, in the Bible is, you know, when did you feed me? When did you clothe me? When did, you know, and, and that's what we strive to do. And, and, and it's the whole congregation. The whole congregation is involved. And people from other churches are involved. Uh, we, we bring the food in. Joey can talk to talk to this. Mm -hmm. We bring food into the parish hall on Sunday morning, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of food. And then on Tuesday, people from all over West Putnam, other churches, non-church, come and, and help us bag. We bag 408 bags of food in about 35 minutes. We've got it down to a science. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday, uh, Farm Share brings us more food, and we have, uh, we have uh, volunteers out on the food shed who are helping. And, and, and bless their hearts, they, they, we have carts, and they have to take carts, they take carts to, of food to people's cars so they don't have to carry them. And, and we're talking, you know, 98 degree weather, and, and they, they, don't, they don't budge. And, and last Friday, a motorcycle accident right outside in front of our church, and all my food bank uh, volunteers ran into the street, you know, stopping cars and surrounding the guy so he wouldn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just, see, we just see Jesus all over the place on our campus. He's just a... He's been so good to us and so kind to us and, and you know, helped us financially so we could help others. You know, we just give him praise and glory all the time because without him, none of this could have been, none of this could have been accomplished. He, he certainly is our Lord and Savior. So, it, you know, you said, talking about your, your favorite verses, um, when you were, you, you saw me naked and, and you clothed me and, I, I, you know, as you talk about it, I think of, you know, the Lord said, let there be light, and there was light. I mean, where, where there had been nothing before, uh, he, he spoke the word, and, and it was just, and, um, and I, I just think about where God continually seems to create something 
miraculous, or at least out of five loaves and two fish, uh, makes it more than enough. Uh, and, and so I just am always amazed by the stories uh, that you have um, there. The first, how long is the, has the Fourth Friday program, how, how long have y'all been doing that? And tell Because that seems to be, really, in one way, church. I mean, because it's, um, it's, it's an act of service that you prepare over 400 bags of food, your congregation is much smaller than that. So you're serving uh, the community even though they're not coming back to, to worship as much. Tell, tell us just about sort of that, that impetus and, um, and how the history of that first Friday, fourth Friday. The whole second congregation that comes when it comes yeah. to fourth Friday. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we, you know, even before I was uh, ordained, we, you know, we gave away food, but um, about 12 years ago, you know, we had this vision of helping people, and we, we invited other pastors in. Uh, the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund came down, and we talked about what would be possible, you know. And, and, and now when people come from, like pastors come from other churches to see what we're doing, because they might want to emulate the same thing, they go into shock. Mm. But I have to remind them that, you know, this just didn't fall out of the sky. You know, we, we've been progressing and changing and finding other things to do. So, um, what was the question? <laughs> How long have you been doing it? We've been doing the yeah. fourth Friday for life for about 11 years uh-huh. now, I think. But if I, you want me to talk about what's happening in the churches with the continuation, I can segue into that very easily. Um, we have many small churches, about six small churches in Putnam County. And uh, some of us are getting long in the tooth, and, and you know we'd like to continue. We know that there's going to be an end, you know, soon. You know, we may have to. You mean Episcopal, Episcopal churches? Yes, Episcopal churches, yeah. right? Episcopal churches. So about um, about two years, three years ago, Father Bob Marsh had a vision of raising up worship leaders who could do the service in the church in the absence of a priest and we talked about it. we talked with the diocese for about a year and, and then um, actually while they were talking um, we formulated a, a plan for uh, study at St. Andrews which was approved by the diocese and I have um, licensed seven I think seven worship leaders so what I do now is uh, it would have let me back up. We, we studied for about a year and a half, and they practiced preaching while I was there. They practiced up on the altar while I was there. So what I do now is I try to be gone one Sunday a month. It doesn't always happen, but I, I try to be gone one Sunday a month. And my worship leaders, and this is under the direct auspices of, of Bishop Howard. For instance, this morning, some of you may know uh, Todd and Heather Prox. They're very... Uh, very active in Crucio. In fact, Todd is the rector this September. Um, this morning, they will go to the Church of the Holy Communion in Hawthorne and get the elements consecrated. And then they'll bring them back to St. Andrews and they will do a, do a service. And Todd will give the homily this morning. So it's, you know, it's a continuation, making sure that we can continue services. So... Um, now, uh, it's my understanding that um, Canon Doug Dupree and Deacon Marsha Holmes will be giving classes for worship leaders. That's correct. And they're going to be doing those uh, in Tallahassee and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what, what do, I mean, do lay people look at you, thank you, ma'am, um, do, do lay people, when you say, hey, why don't you think about being a worship leader, they think, I, I haven't been to seminary, I'm not, I'm not qualified for this, how do, how do they look at you when you suggest such a preposterous thing that they would get up in front of people and talk about Jesus? Because I told them to. Yeah, well, <laughs> really? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Here, I'm just going to sit at your feet. Actually, <laughs> she has a rule. She has a rule. Once you're there three times, she's putting you to work anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. once you get used to her telling you to do things, it just yeah. it happens. Yeah. What really happened, and, and how I pinpointed these people, and let me try to get through this without crying. Mm. Uh, a year and a half ago, my husband um, decided that it was time for him to go see Jesus and it took about uh, two, two and a half months for him to, to get there and during that time, you know, I was not always able to be at the church like I wanted to be and and I was, you know, I I always wanted to direct things. You wouldn't understand that, but... <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I would. I would. Yeah. You know, I, I, to make sure that everything was going correctly, yeah. you know, and going the way I wanted it to go. Well, while I was gone, this group of, I call them my kids because anybody under 60 is my kid. These, this group of kids just, just rose to the top like cream. Mm. And, and they took over and, and they did things that needed to be done in, in the church, and, you know, in the church service and with the congregation. And so when this came up, this idea of a worship leader came up, I, I had no problem in, in saying who, who could do this and uh, it's, it's Todd and Heather, it's Joey and Mindy, it's Ryan and Brad, and it's Angela. And I have no worries whatsoever that this young group of people can keep this church going and, and do what needs to be done and do it in a godly fashion and, and with Jesus in the front of them. Yeah. I'm very confident. Would y'all be willing to come up and just talk about your experience doing that? With that? Yeah, yeah, come on up. Yeah. So Joey was actually uh, on the team when I when Amy and I went through Curcio a couple of uh, almost a year and a half ago now, and um, we have five people on the team this this yeah. fall. We have. Yeah. Are you on, you're on the team too? Joey and Mindy, Todd and Heather, and Brad. So we have five people from our little tiny church. If, if you haven't been to Curcio, uh, I, I really encourage you to go. Uh, either um, there's in the fall there's um, there's a men's Curcio and a women's Curcio, and in the spring there's a it's co-ed. Uh, it's Thursday to Saturday in the in the fall, and and uh, Friday no sorry Thursday to Sunday in the in the fall, and Friday to Sunday uh, in the spring. It is a, it's just a great blessing. You don't have to go. You can be a great Christian without that, but it's a, it's a really vibrant thing. So, Minnie and Joey, if y'all can just talk about um, what you're doing as a, as a lay minister and uh, as a worship leader and what things you're involved in and what, how that has helped you grow in your own relationship with Christ. We'd, uh, we'd love to hear about that. Good morning. Good morning. Um, absolutely was mm -hmm. preposterous yeah. that she would even think that we could do anything of this sort or even be um, 
that well, anybody maybe. could even think that I could do something like that. Mm. Um, I had a hard time with it for a while because I'm like, who am I? Mm. You know, but here we you. And if we don't do it, then who's going to do it? So um, a lot of prayer, a lot of study. Um, I still not have, I, I haven't given a homily. I haven't gotten mm -hmm. to that point with myself to do it. Um, I'll get there one day, but <laughs> until I get mm -hmm. there, I um, serve on the altar and I help with the kids. And um, I think I'm at where I'm supposed to be right now and I'm making my way to being in front of the church. But um, it's very humbling experience. Um, and our community needs that. You know, they need a strong backbone in the church mm -hmm. of when they walk in, not just having, you know, the preacher as the backbone, but, you know, um, people in the congregation, if they don't feel comfortable to go to the preacher, that they can come to us. And um, we started from poverty, really. And Mother Diana and the church have um, been with us through our journey to where we are today, and we're... Um, now able to give back to our mm. community in this. Mm. Um, oh. Quite amazing. So thank yeah. you guys for everything mm. that you guys mm. do for us and for our children. Mm. Um, as far as the backpacks go, they know every year mm. and all of our kids know um, that they're going to have a backpack awaiting. You know, mm. that that's not something that they're going to lack when they go to school. Mm. They'll have backpacks and they'll have supplies where a lot mm. of kids in our county mm. do not. Mm. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. And now you know you can get speaking in front of people. About you. You're in trouble. Yeah. 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 You better hold on to that. I'm really loud and I don't want to hurt yeah. people that way. I turned it off as a matter of fact. Um, we've been attending St. Andrews now for a little over five years. And before we started going to St. Andrews, I, uh, I thought I was doing well because I showed up at Christmas and Easter, <laughs> and I was all right. Um, and I had a little bit of tragedy in my life where someone that was very close to me, a, an uncle that was like a father figure passed, and uh, I didn't know what to do. I was, I was kind of lost. I was in a low-end job, and we were struggling, and I had lost my directions, I thought. And we came to St. Andrews, and St. Andrews tucked us in like we'd known them all our life. Hmm. And uh, when I lost my job, St. Andrews took us in to help us any way they could. Mother Diane said, why don't you come down and help us out on Fourth Friday? And to see the people that come from all over town to help everybody, we all know we're in a rough situation, but to help each other, no matter what, you really see God, mm. God at work. God's hands and feet happening out there. Then we started to talk, and we started with the Altar Guild, helping out here and there. We started, started Bible studies, talk a little bit more, a little bit more. And before long, she has you robed up on the altar. Mm. And <laughs> Not robed to it. No, yeah, not, okay. not, not, not robed to it. Yeah, robed yeah, up. Yeah, robed up. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, got involved in the Christian movement and uh, met some more brothers and sisters in Christ. And it's just, it's an amazing feeling to be able to reach out and help 
as much as you can, wherever you can. And it, it really is just a, you see a need, you fill a need. I have that ability, I'm gonna do what I can for it. We've, uh, we work with the youth out there as well. Um, during the time since we've come to St. Andrews, we helped start, start up a, a Pop Warner Association out there, football for the kids, cheerleading, and we're members of that. We've been, we've been working with everything, but all of that started with foundation we got at church. You know, that, that strength in, in community. All of it continues to grow and grow. And we get our new members that come in and, you know, make sure we say hi to them and make everybody feel the same way that we've felt, that, that, that extended family. Um, you just can't say enough about it. And it, it starts everything off that way. Yeah. So, good stuff. Uh, thank you so much. You know, th these kind of friendships and, and partnerships really, if it's all a one-way street, it's not, um, it's not really worth having. It's just, it's just uh, we thank you because you, you bless us uh, so much. And um, what I really hope, I mean, what we've formed is a relationship, and we don't want to just uh, have, I mean, it's nice that people, when people send checks, but we really want these personal relationships that we have continuing. And one of the ways that we uh, did that was we invited um, three girls from Interlochen to come up and be part of our Creative for a Purpose. One of them was Mackenzie. And, um, and so I'd love for you to come up. You've, you've prepared a little uh, speech for us. Why don't you, uh, will you come up and give, a, give, that, give that talk to us about your experience at Creative for a Purpose? So first, I'd like to say hi. I'm Mackenzie Donnelly. I'd like to thank everyone for allowing us from St. Andrews to come over here and do Create for a Purpose. I had a wonderful time with all the activities from cooking to sewing. We did all kinds of art. It was really fun. I felt closer to God each and every day that I was there. It was really fun. We did devotion, and those were really inspiring. And then I got to stay with Miss Nancy Ray and Miss Pam, and we had a lot of fun there. We got to go to the movies and go to the beach and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. And if you know any girls or anything that want to go to it, I think that you should send them to create for a purpose that it's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. You went off script. You did great. I saw in your script that you gotta get you gotta go to Sweet Pete's candy shop too. So uh, that, that's, that's good. Yeah, you didn't invite me I did it we invited you to the movies but I don't think you invited me to Sweet Pete's uh, in return. <laughs> yeah, so tell us about Joey. I want to tell you one story about Joey. Mm. The first thing is, he's, he's one of my hallowists, and uh, I wish he could be there when he speaks, because he speaks from the heart. I mean, he is just so in love with Jesus, it just drips off him when he's, when he's in front of the congregation. And, and he talked about losing his job, that was a very traumatic thing, and I, I was in my office that day, and, and all of a sudden, uh, Joey appeared in the middle of the day when I knew he had to be at work. And uh, he was devastated, and he had just lost his job. And he was um, supporting two sons from another marriage and these two babies. And uh, Mindy, were you working? I'm not sure if you were working. You were working at the time. But 
but they were devastated. How were they going to make it? You know, and and uh, Joey and I talked, and and uh, we took time to pray, and he didn't lose his faith. If anything, it became stronger as he put his trust in God, and he was out of work for eleven months. Eleven months, <laughs> and now he has an absolutely fantastic job. They're doing well. But I think the, the, uh, the main point here is no matter how devastated, how upset, how he was, he never lost sight of Jesus. Mm. You know, that's one of the things that I've loved uh, just hearing about uh, your ministry there, Diane, is just how always up front um, uh, Christ is and, and how central it is. And y'all do so much, but it, it's always out of the fountain of, of faith in Christ. Um, we just went to uh, Costa Rica. We took a, gr a group down to, to Costa Rica to visit Lexi Fields, who, who's down there. Uh, and one of the things that meant so much to me, I think you could probably uh, relate to it and, and to, um, to you know, comment, comment on it, was just, I know this sounds silly, and I've told a couple of you of this, that um, we, had to, we were painting a room, and we had to... We, taped it, you know, to do the lines, and we had to reuse the tape. We had to, we had to take the tape off and put it, uh, use it again, and, and that just struck me with, I mean, with like a thunderbolt, you know, just that I, I mean, I would just normally just throw away the tape for crying out loud, I'll just get more tape, you know, like no big deal. And just how, how little they had, and yet how, how what they had was sufficient. And, um, and it was, that was really great, and I feel like I really brought that home. I, I'm still working out how, I got home at 10.30 last night, so I'm still working out how that's going to uh, play out in my life. But um, but just, I don't know, just a, a heart of gratitude. And it always feels like when folks don't have anything but Jesus, they have such a heart of gratitude. You know, um, when we have more, it gets in the way and we want more. And, you know, but at the same time, it just is so much. So thank you so much for, for being with us and for teaching us and for being such an inspiration to us. Uh, like I said, if, if you're not teaching us or and helping us in, in addition to what we're able to do, then it's not really a relationship. It's just a charity, you know, but, but we do get so much from you and from your congregation uh, as well. Um, particularly, you know, the, the, what your congregation puts into Curcio and how many of our folks have benefited from that. But also just, I mean, like, for instance, having Mackenzie and the two other girls uh, this summer was just such a joy and it added so much to our, our group and um, it was just a really wonderful thing. So thank you for the relationship. Thank you also, particularly to you two, uh, for, for, and you know, actually, Diana, you didn't go to seminary. You, you were a, a teacher and a lay person who felt like you needed to answer the call. And so, I mean, that really speaks to all of the congregation, uh, just to say, you can do it. It's really, it's not really you doing it, is it? It's just Jesus doing it through you. And, um, and so as we, you know, put forth other ministries and things like that, you can do it. And you might mess up, and that's going to be okay. It's part of you growing and growing in Christ. So thank you so much. Well, we have these uh, backpacks that many of you have given. They are full to the brim with pencils and paper and markers and crayons and lunch boxes and uh, all sorts of wonderful things. And so we just wanted to take a minute and pray for these children uh, who will receive these and for their families and for their year ahead. So if you will uh, pray with me. Uh, Father, we thank you so much for, um, for the generosity uh, that you have touched uh, some of these folks with, bringing these backpacks. In fact, uh, the 1030 congregation didn't even have an opportunity because the 8 o'clock congregation took them all. Um, so thank you so much for their awesome generosity. Lord, we pray 
uh, for Becky and for Joey and for AJ and for Juliana and for Quentin uh, and for Ayana and for Freddie. We pray, God, for Tristan. Pray for Jacob. We pray for Andre. We pray for Logan, for Josh. We pray for Sierra, Lord. Uh, and for all the other names I can't get to, uh, you know who they are, and I thank you that you know each one by name. You know their um, the hairs on their head. You know, Lord, their poverty. Uh, you know their situation. You know what their where their parents are. You know uh, what is going on in their life, and you are providing for them. I pray, God, that these backpacks would be a symbol of that uh, creation. Uh, your word speaking over them. And there being something where there was nothing. Uh, God, we ask that you would take the five loaves and two fish that we have to offer. And that you would make it more than enough uh, for these children and for the community. And we pray, God, that you would continue to raise up um, people within our congregation and other congregations to go and serve. And to build those relationships. And not only to serve, but Lord, to be served, to be blessed. uh, To learn so much uh, from these folks about what life is really about and what life with you is really about. So God, we just um, we pray that you would continue this relationship. We pray for these children as they go back to school that they would learn uh, about the world that you have made and they would know in their hearts and minds that it is you that they have, that have has made it and made the world around them. And that they would give their hearts to you. And we thank you, Lord, for the uh, witness of um, Joey and Mindy and their kids. And we pray, God, that you would um, continue to bless their family. Uh, as well. Thank you for their wonderful testimony and their willingness to share it with us. So God, we just uh, give you glory. We pray for your mercy. We pray that you would continue to um, give us opportunity to serve you and to advance your kingdom uh, and that we would have the grace of responding to your call. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Before we go, we've got about uh, six or seven minutes left uh, of this uh, this time. Do we have any um, questions? Would somebody like to ask a question? Of uh, Diane or of Donnelly's? Yes. Uh, they said about the fourth Friday. Is that because that's when their check is totally? I mean, their money's spent for the month. It's the fourth Friday of the month. Is that the significance? The question is: Is uh, why is it on the fourth Friday? Is that because that's when their check has it has run out? Basically, because you know, the other day I thought, you know. Hey, Diane, would you come up here and oh, use yeah. the mic? <laughs> I can use my teacher voice. Yeah. Actually, I was a teacher, and I was minding my own business um, when the call came. That happens. Yeah. I tried to ignore it, but mm-hmm. you can see what happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the other day, you know, I just wondered, are, are we really making a difference in people's lives? So as people were coming in line to get their food after they'd seen the agencies, I started talking to each each person who came through, and I just can't, I just can't imagine the poverty that some of these people live in. One lady gets four hundred dollars a month. Another lady gets a thousand dollars a month, but but her rent is seven hundred, and she's trying to raise her grandchildren. It's just um, we have so many, actually, so many people in uh, Interlaken who are raising grandchildren, grandparents who are raising grandchildren. I, I had no idea. These people have no money. They really, you know, people say, oh yeah, they're just coming in. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They do not have money. They are poor. They don't have anything. And they have told me if they didn't get the food at Fourth Friday, they wouldn't have anything to eat mm-hmm. until their, their next check came in. 
you know, and, and the reason we have the health van hmm. with, for people who don't have health insurance. These people don't get help when they're sick. They just crash at the ER, and then they're given medications they can't pay for. Hmm. So, you know, we, uh, I just thank God that we were able to, to step in, and, and my congregation was able to do something. And, and my concern now is, you know, what's going to happen when hmm. the time comes when I do have to step aside? You know, is it going to come to an end? Of, but then I decided that if God wants this to continue, hmm. He's going to find a way. Yeah, yeah he, he continually creates something out of nothing uh, there in, uh, in interlocking. Other questions? Yeah, Joyce. I have a question. How did you get DuPont to assist you? How did you get DuPont to assist you? Years and years ago, before I was even uh, a twinkle in anybody's eye, DuPont um, came to St. Andrews and invited them. And I, I don't know how that happened. They have, they have places all up and down the East Coast. And uh, I'm just grateful. <laughs> Can I tell one quick funny story? I wish you would. Going to yeah. um, <laughs> we were looking for food all over the place. We were, mm. you know, we, my husband and I and other members of the congregation, we, we'd drive to Middleburg, we'd drive to Jackson, we'd, we'd drive any place we could to, to find food. And then one day Sally Douglas from the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund came down and she said, well, um, how about if we paid for the food and had it delivered to you? And I said, let me think about this for two seconds. <laughs> so, it, and then just from that, it's just grown and grown and grown. Yeah, wow, great. Sissy, you had a question. Just how many are in your congregation? How many are in the congregation? It depends on any given day. I'm sure. Um, actually, the last last few two or three weeks we've been running about 66 I think mm -hmm. yeah it gets really cozy you know because we have a very small <laughs> church but yeah year before last we were and and this is, is really awesome because uh when I got there it was like I don't know 17 you know and some of that was my family so God God has been really good really good to us and uh, the people who come have no money but they have a love for Jesus Christ it's unbelievable mm -hmm. I think you just said that the uh, church has tripled since you got there. I think that's what you what you just said, um, which would be awesome. Um, that's fantastic. Fantastic. How long have you been the uh, vicar there? Eighteen years. Eighteen years. Yeah, eighteen years. Well, that gives me some hope. Good. Pardon me. Any money from the diocese? You get some money from the diocese. We'll strike that from the record. Bishop Howard has been more than kind, and it, um, actually, uh, he may not have been there. He had a canon to the ordinary, a lady, and I can't can't remember her name. But anyway, she was who came to the initial meeting, and and I could not have done any of this had it not been for Bishop Howard's blessing. And uh, he's allowed, you know, he's asked us to do uh, uh, videos for convention and. And we have his total support. Mm -hmm. uh, not money, no, but support. And that's, that's important. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's, there's something to be said. I mean, you can say, well, gosh, you know, the diocese ought to be given money. But there's also something to be said for really putting it back on the congregations to support mm -hmm. and, and to come around. And, and, we and have to, money. Yeah. We have the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Last one? Anyone? One more? Amy. And this would be a good one for for each other, just to for everybody to know, like, what are some of the other ways that we can all get involved? I mean, I know that you know we have groups that 
are there ways that we can get involved other than backpacks and occasionally a, a BBS or something like that? Are there other ways that we can strengthen our relationships with, with you all? Um, I think you guys are doing a fantastic job right now. Um, when we feel that there's a need, you know, and we um, reach out, you know, you guys are always there, so. Um. We'd invite you each, all, each of you to come down at, at separate times, of course, because I don't know if you all fit in. It's always, it's a, you see a need, you fill a need. But, uh, you know, you come down, you get to see and experience St. Andrews yourself, and then, uh, you know, a different set of eyes may see something else that we're missing right now, and you know, what, what time are your service? What time is your service on Sunday? Ten thirty ish. Ten thirty ish. Ten thirty ish. If you walk good. in at ten thirty-five, you'd be alright. Yeah. So and Pam and, and Nancy and some of the others are, are really involved there. Um, now, if I see any letters of transfer, I'm going to be real upset. But, um, but I'd love for, for y'all to to worship there. It's about an hour, right? It's not not too far. About an hour. About an hour. About an hour. Um, fourth Fridays usually start around what time? About 11? Fourth Fridays. Now, I have not yet been to a Fourth Friday. That's to my detriment and, and discredit. So I need to do that. Um, if you're interested in going down with me uh, to Fourth Friday, uh, I'd love to love to go with you. All right, well, folks, we got to go to church. Hope y'all will be joining us uh, at our 1030 uh, on the dot service. And um, uh, go in peace. Thank you. Thank you.